got to do my little intro for everybody. But um, all right, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Bottom of the Ninth Podcast. My name is Elijah Rodriguez, and I'm here with Texas Ranger John King. How you doing, John? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, you know, we're super excited. Kind of, we can just go back into our conversation <laughs> previously, but, but yeah, man. So, so how you doing? What have you been up to? It's off season, so what's uh, going on? Yeah, the season's so busy, man. So it's it's just a huge change going into the off season. You have like yeah, yeah. absolutely no time to yourself to like too much time. So uh, is it really? Yeah, it's been good though, man. I did a little bit of traveling. Uh, my buddy had a bachelor trip in Scottsdale. There you go. So we uh, we went on a golf trip out there, and then I went to Colorado to do some hiking, and then that's a vibe. Yeah, and then uh, oh, yeah. came back and started training again, man. So I, I took two weeks <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, that's like you know that's crazy because I was talking to I was talking to Jose. You know, we talked a little bit, and I thought like I figured like and obviously I figured like for big league guys like you and him, everybody else, obviously I, you would think that once you know having that y'all play for so long, like from April to sometimes y'all can play into like November. Like how, like, I thought that maybe you guys would take some more time off, but no one's like, you guys don't take time off, dude. No, that's wild. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. It's like, I mean, ever what the biggest thing I've learned, like in, in the big leagues, but in sports in general, like there's no real recipe to it. Like it's, it is like hard work and dedication, Mm -hmm. but like, I know guys that don't have to do as much and perform at a high level. And I yeah. know guys that have like rode the straight edge and can't make it out of the minors. But Dude. it's like, what's for me is like, just like staying consistent with my training and, and giving myself the, um, like opportunity to start early and then just yeah. continue to build on what that's just what works for me. Build on yeah. what I had last year. Yeah, man, that makes sense. I mean, so like, so I know you're a pitcher. So does that, does that, do you do arm, I mean, do you take arm care like to the fullest? Is that like the biggest thing to make sure you stay healthy? Like, do you do throwing programs? Do you kind of just throw into feel like, like what does an off season of throwing look for you? I mean, do you take the whole time off and just focus strength training wise or how does that work for you? Yeah. So you, we, we like get told to take like six weeks off from throwing. Okay. Some guys take less. Some guys don't start, stop throwing at all. Just to keep their arm moving. Hell yeah. no. <laughs> no. That's like, no, dude, no. I need some time. But, uh, yeah, I took six weeks off. So um, I started, like, just strength training, like, mm-hmm. just easy stuff, like, working back into it the first couple weeks. Um, but it's more, like, not strength training, just, like, more, like, speed and power. Gotcha. More stuff functional like stuff? Yeah. yeah. I feel um, that. Which I didn't even know about that stuff until a couple of years What? Even yeah, when you're at just, U of H, they didn't have you doing that stuff? No, nah, bro. We had a football strength coach, so it was like mm-hmm. easy, yeah. like squats and deadlifts oh, yeah. and all that stuff. So um, Dude, That's how it was when I was at UIW, all the strength coach. It was just yeah. clean, literally clean squat, bench press, and like hardly any like mm-hmm. true mobility or functional fitness stuff. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is not how it should be. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't <laughs> this, know. This we is not know. right. Yeah. But anyway, man, so like, so like again, thanks for having you. Thanks for coming on, bro. Really appreciate it, getting in contact. Um, so like... So let's talk about you and where, and where you came from. You're from Houston. Are you from Sugarland? Houston's weird, man. I, I don't get, I'll say someone's from Houston. They're like, bro, I'm not from Houston. I'm from like <laughs> Friendswood. I'm like, that's just, that's the same thing. Yeah. So where, where are you from, dude? I'm from Missouri city. So it's like, uh, okay. People See, that's, 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 yeah. yeah, but it's, uh, <laughs> just a suburb like Southwest of Houston. But. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, and, and you grew up there, stayed there your whole life till, till college. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Cool. 
grew up there, went to high school there, um, played baseball, but also basketball and football growing up. I have a brother. You're a big dude. I'm sure you play best some basketball. Huh? <laughs> You're a big dude. I'm sure you played some basketball. <laughs> dude, I was a late bloomer. I, basketball was like my worst sport. Um, <laughs> I was always kind of bigger, so I, I yeah. could handle football a little bit more. But uh, yeah, we we were like all about growing up, like all about sports. Yeah, yeah. In the so, yard so, and everything else. Oh yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's a generational thing. But I think that was kind <laughs> yeah. of like our our like gener- Like they don't do that shit anymore. It's yeah, ridiculous. No, but I yeah. It's I weird never now. see anyone outside, dude. Anymore. It's crazy. Ever, it's it's weird. So, so at a high school, how how hard were you throwing at a high school? You think, dude? I was like I said, I was a late bloomer. So uh, my story's kind of weird and crazy. Oh, good. I was uh, always like had the command. Like even when mm-hmm. I was like twelve, I remember coaches would kind of just throw me in because I just threw strikes. You're and, a strike throw, yeah, 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 and. Uh, Going through high school, I made varsity my sophomore year, and I was only, I mean, well, we were 16. I was throwing probably 75, 80. I don't know how hard back then, but I threw strikes consistently. I was left-handed, yeah. which that helped too. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say lefties, you can get away with a little bit more. Yeah. And so uh, my senior year, I didn't have any offers um, and because I didn't really? do, yeah, I didn't do that well. Wow! In summer ball, I don't know why I would do well in high school, but not like where it counted. When it really, for, like, when it, like yeah, where you stuff. really needed it, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Jeff Livin, Jeff Livin, <laughs> our pitching coach, Andy, yeah, yeah, he went to high school with my mom, and really, yeah. So that's wild, wild. And they were yeah. like good friends, and so. During, I think my junior year, we were playing like the big tournament in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. uh, the guy that was like the leader of our team, he wasn't a coach, but he like owned our travel ball team, was just talking right. to the parents about recruiting. And he was talking about the junior college route. And he mentioned Jeff Livin and Angelina's program. My mom was like, hadn't heard that name in 20 something years and was like, what the heck? So she called him. And then that summer, he had me out for a little tryout. Yeah, yeah. And I did really well, and he offered me a scholarship, and that was the only one I got. Damn. So That's the, that's the one that counted there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the one. That yeah. <laughs> so, so you go to Angela. I remember when I was there, because I was only with you for one year, you mm-hmm. were hurt for a bit, yeah? I mean, for the for I want to say, like, I didn't see you throw till spring when we were there. You were hurt. So I was, a good chunk yeah, of time. I was having the arm issues. I was, like, on and off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so your first year, you go to Angelina – I don't think I don't I don't remember I didn't ask her. Did you did you play much that first year? When you yeah, so I I struggled my first year. So I made the Sunday. I was the third starter. So it was okay. Tanner Griggs, mm-hmm. and then uh, that lefty. I forgot his name. Cooper. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, Cooper, yeah. I, know yeah. I, know I think he went guy. to UIW too, right? Yeah, he did. That's right. He did. He did. Yeah, he did. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then I I made the third starter but i really struggled so i got moved to the pen and then back starter and pen back starter. Oh, you're one of those yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense but so did you see any strength any gains in velo that uh, first year I from, your, from your senior sophomore year but I, like yeah dude the thing about you, Juco you were chunking like, your second year bro you were throwing some gas, <laughs> yeah dude. yeah i hit 90 my second year that was like it was like 90 91 my second yeah. year but i think that like for all the the kids that are listening potentially at mm-hmm. high school like yeah, the good thing about JUCO, like I feel like it has a bad rap because everyone wants to go D one and all like yeah, the yeah. 
it's feel, it's more like a fall. People see it as like a fallback plan, but it shouldn't really be that way. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's different. Because yeah, like if you if you're not like a top recruit out of high school, you're going to go and sit anyways, and you're not getting any better sitting on the bench. And so yeah. junior college, like you can go get 300 at bats or pitch 80 plus innings, and like that's how you get better. And so I think yeah. for everyone that goes to JUCO, like that's the growth that you need especially so young your parents save a lot of money on classes in school if you don't get a yeah you save yourself if you're gonna put it on in some student loans yeah yeah yeah, so uh, i mean that was it was great for me like just to get out there and get the innings under my belt and like just kind of on the fly rather than sitting sitting well i think that's that's honestly a trap that i fell into man like my coming out of high school like I was like, I'm never, I'm not going to JUCO, and that's the same. It's the same thing that you just said. I, I did not want to go to, did not want to go the JUCO route. Didn't even want to go D two. Got one offer to play at UIW, took it, and then sat on the bench for a whole year. And I was like, this is like a waste. Like mm-hmm. why would, why you know? It's like I should have, and eventually took that route. Obviously, went JUCO. So your second year at Angelina, you did, you did well, dude. You were, you were solid. I, I watched it. I saw it. And but so you said you only threw ninety your second, bro. At the, at the, when you threw against San Jack that game mm, I remember that. in Sugarland, dude you either you were if you're only throwing 90 you were either the gun was either ju- well the, the everyone's saying the gun was a little bit juiced i the heard gun was that juiced. The gun was for juiced. sure but you were like throwing like 90 it said 94 96 so you were probably 92 93 yeah in that real i don't I know if that was that. that was nerves dude you shut that that was to this day that's probably one of the best pitch games i've seen in a really long time yeah that was like, crazy. in a really long time you threw that was solid yeah that, that was, was solid it's wild how like things worked out then too because i was uh committed to university of new Orleans. you were yeah i remember that i have to ask i don't know if can you, you can talk about that right obviously it's way yeah. in the past right yeah what happened i because like it was like you left committed to uno and then i saw it later like you were at u of h and i was like what just happened what just happened yeah it's uh i'm really glad that that happened looking yeah, back i, I would because, be too, like, yeah like any college student like we weren't the most mature and so yeah. i don't think new orleans oh, yeah. would have been a good place <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. And so uh, I committed there because they had this coach that had been around the LSU program um, mm-hmm. and then at UNO for a while. And he was okay. like a, a well-respected coach. And so I signed there. But then he quit like a couple months after. And so oh, wow. with the uh, – and that's kind of why I chose there because I had a mm-hmm. few more like little smaller offers. Yeah. Um. And in the NCAA rules, if a coach quits, you have the opportunity to to uh, evade. Yeah, you can get out of the you get uh, out okay. of the signing. Yeah, so that and works. So did did you have U of H coming and like asking while you were already in that commit, or did it, was it something that happened after? Like, no, it happened after I believe because I so I I went and I had a good year. I committed mm-hmm. I think before the spring season, and you then did you were during, you committed early with like Zach Will. There was like two other guys that they took with it, right? Yeah, yeah. Zach Wilson, and then uh, I think Dalton Richardson may have, but he didn't end up playing. No, he ended up playing at Tarleton. Tarleton, yeah. Or he went to he went to Corpus and then we played him when I was at St. That's Mary's right, my that's last right, year. Right, he was at right. Tarleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was just him and or me and Zach Wilson then because Dalton yeah. Richardson went on the the recruiting trip with the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. So so then so U of H came came, came knocking after that. Happened, so U of or? H was at that San Jack game. Oh, so okay, okay. After I, I mean, decommitted, uh, they hit me up and oh, there you go. I went on the. That's uh, a big. That's a that's a big. Uh, that's a big jump from UNO Southland to, <laughs> yeah, to yeah. U of H, bro. That's a sick. That's a sick campus. I actually went over there. Oh man, what was it? There was a girl that I was talking to. 
at the time, I think it was in 20, it was right before the pandemic, actually. It was like 2020, like early 2020, like February-ish. They just redid y'all's whole clubhouse and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right, U of H. Yeah. And her, so yeah, dude, that, that is ridiculous. So we went down there because her cousin played like in 04, 05 there and then ended up playing some pro ball. I think he got drafted, ended up playing pro ball or whatever. And um, we went over there and you're on the wall, bro. I, I was like, oh shit, I know that <laughs> Yeah, you're on the wall of the draft. And, and then there's a picture. I think y'all won the conference that year. Yeah. Your, your senior uh, year too. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But yeah. dude, that, those facilities over there are insane. Yeah, that's awesome. They're so nice. Yeah, awesome. we went out there. I think like they had like their fall World Series thing going. There was a couple of pro guys went out there. I think they were throwing. Um, but yeah, it was super cool to go out there. But I, saw, I was like, oh my God, I know this guy. But yeah, so mm-hmm. so you end up, so you, you leave Angelina, you do your two years. And you end up going to U of H. Was that was that a big jump from JUCO to like a a, a pretty solid big tier? Yeah, one it was super weird. It's like my first and second year at Angelina kind of mirrored my first and second uh-huh. year at U of H. And like, really, again, like the maturity aspect. Like I, I, I want to say like how I describe my career is like I didn't take it too seriously. I was always just super gifted. Yeah, and. Yeah. uh so my I went in my junior year and was more concerned about the things that came with, you know, mm-hmm. going to a D one yeah. school with, yeah, you know the the parties and stuff like <laughs> the, that. The and status of it, yeah, yeah, the status, yeah, is a good word. And so like I had a good fall my junior year, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't like totally bought in. Yeah, and uh, so that. I had a, my junior year like I got the third starter spot. Struggled, mm-hmm. went to the pen, back to starting to the pen. It was the same thing over again. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy wild. looking back. Like it mirrored my first year. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you go, so that happens. And did you lose any sort of confidence or did you come back? Like, did you see that kind of in retrospect, like, I guess, postseason that first year and kind of be like, okay, it's time to, to kind of dial it in and, and get something going there? Because yeah. obviously, pro ball was obviously the goal at, at the end of the road, right? Yeah, obviously. Like, yeah, I, honestly, I don't. It wasn't yet. And then, okay, uh, what a conversation that like changed the trajectory of like my career and my life. We had a coach. Our pitching coach was like is called was Frank Anderson. He's at Tennessee now. He's just okay. like anything he touches is like gold. Gold. It's one yeah. of those deals. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the man. But uh, we had another coach. He was always super quiet. He was our recruiting coordinator. His name was Trip right. Couch. He's at Arizona now doing the okay. same. Dang, uh, dude, all these guys left for mig- like mega spots. Yeah, no, man, it's crazy. No. Um, but he he was always like he didn't. He was always just observing. He never yeah, really, yeah. especially he's one of those. Yeah, was, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he was more on the hitting side too. So, and uh, uh, there was a lot of JUCO transfers my junior year. They all got got released. And I got called in the first day of summer camp, and he they were like he sat me down. Trip Couch sat me down, and was like, "Hey, we uh, we let go of all the other JUCO signings. We decided to keep Dang. you. We were gonna can you too, but oh wow, yeah. But he was like, that's a pretty surreal conversation. Yeah, it was a real conversation. <laughs> he was like, but you're yeah. super talented, but you just don't take it that seriously. And like, I really you know, you need to see what's in front of you. And, uh, like, I just really don't want you to look back and be like, what could have been. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, so, and then we, 
That mixed with we got a new strength coach that was from the football team that was like mm-hmm. super discipline oriented. Yeah. And he called me out first day for not working hard. <laughs> like gotcha. all the same day. Yeah. And so that's crazy. Something changed, bro. Like something changed that day where I was like, all right. I was the only senior on that team. I was like, okay, like You were the only senior? Only senior, yeah. Holy shit. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, senior that's day was, crazy. was interesting. Was a little was a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> that is wild. Well, I mean, if they got rid of all the JUCO guys, I guess yeah. what was the whole team pretty much just JUCO. Yeah, JUCO, JUCO dudes and no, like, none of that. They had a good team before I got there, and then I okay. think they were a bunch of older guys, so they graduated, mm-hmm. and so they tried to fill those spots and had a bunch Dang. of like young recruiting class. Gotcha. But yeah, dude, it was crazy. So I I kind of took ownership of like, okay, like I need to be a leader on this team. Yeah. Things got to change. Like you know. I, I stopped doing some of the stuff that I was doing outside the field and yeah. uh, was taking workout seriously and training seriously. And I saw my career just spike after that. That's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's kind of what's got to happen, man. Like, I think like there, there are some, I mean, I'm sure that there's still dudes. I mean, I'm sure you've met guys that even go to the big leagues and don't really have to try that hard. It's just kind of something that comes naturally. But I think a good chunk of dudes need, that discipline and that, that hard work, that aspect kind of goes into it. And it not only fuels, obviously your character, it fuels your, your performance. Yeah. So, I mean, that totally makes sense. I mean, but I thought, I thought you were talented as shit, bro. I saw you talking, this guy's, <laughs> this guy's the real deal. Dude, this yeah. dude is ridiculous. So, so you, you take everything seriously. It, it, I guess things spike, it goes your way. Did you have guys coming for the draft like early in that spring, your spring season of your senior year? Or did it come like later towards the, the end of it? It came, uh, yeah, I had a good fall and, Mm-hmm. So then I started talking to scouts then. Okay. Um, and then that after that season, I started talking more and more and more okay. and more. Um, yeah, yeah. And so like I then I had an idea like, okay, this is probably going to happen. Like, this is Some, something could happen. Yeah, something could happen here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So then you come out, you shove your, your senior year. You did. You had a good senior You had a good year. I was looking at your stats. It was, mm-hmm. that was a solid senior year. Did So you wouldn't want the ninth round, right? 10th round. It was, yeah. it was, that was a 10th round. That's still pretty early, dude. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's up there. So how, how did that whole process go down? How did, how did that happen? Like take us, take, take me through so that. that. That's a wild process. So, uh, we about three, I was having a really good year and about mm-hmm. three fourths of the way through the year, uh, we were, I was thrown against two lane and in the sixth mm-hmm. inning, my elbow popped. Uh, and so oh, I no. threw two more fastballs <laughs> after that. And yeah, there's two outs, and they're 80 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, I have dude. My story with that is I have my same. I have a well, my, you know, I, I need Tommy John, so yeah, but I haven't got it yet. I refuse. I got the tattoo and everything, but oh, I refuse really? to get the. I refuse to get <laughs> the surgery because I can't sit in a brace for a year, dude, and there's no really need for it. But yeah, so your arm pops at at Real at Tulane or Real at home? Oh, uh, we're at home. Okay, okay. So, so I, it pops I, you throw two fastballs at yeah. 80 miles an hour. What were you at? Like 92 before probably? Yeah, like 92, 93. Yeah. And uh, okay. yeah, my I go up to my coach and I was like, hey, like my elbow popped. Like those, and he was like, those weren't change-ups, were they? And I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, well, those are the two best <laughs> oh, change-ups you threw all day. Because I got like a guy to ground out. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I had to. I had an MRI the next day and I went up to A&M and the guy told me what had the scan and he was like, you just have a really bad sprain, but it's, you don't need surgery. Like, Oh, thank you. And we were yeah. like fighting for yeah. a conference championship yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And we had another pitcher that was having discipline issues. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like, 
supposed to be a first rounder. He ended up being a first rounder. Oh, there you go. But we were short one pitcher uh, already. And so I was like, I'm thankful that, you know, maybe I just have a few weeks off and then I'll get Mm -hmm. back. And so back into it. I took like a week off from throwing, did like a abbreviated like little throwing program. And I came back the last week of the season against Cincinnati with the, the conference championship. If we won, we got in. Yeah. Or we won it. And, uh, dude, I was throwing like 80 to 84. And, and we went, I went like six innings, like one run or something like that. And we won the conference championship. Yeah, dude. And, That's and, awesome. Yeah, it was insane. Were you just, just spotting up at where you could? Just <laughs> yeah, kind of going I, like I 70%? Or? There you go, dude. <laughs> and then so so you y'all won y'all ended up winning, obviously y'all won the conference championship yeah. did, so how far did y'all go that year so then we we went to the conference tournament and i did the same thing against <laughs> east carolina yeah yeah Dude, that's what i'm saying this is like a whole like god thing because like i, I don't yeah. know man it was crazy it's crazy i was selling like 82 against east carolina which was a really good like a tournament team yeah and i went like seven innings one run and we won that conference tournament so we hosted a regional Okay. And, uh, man, they put A&M, Baylor, and Iowa, which is like Iowa. That's a, that's a stack. That's yeah. a stack lineup, dude. And uh, we ended up losing the first game to Iowa. I got the ball against Baylor uh, and did the same thing. It was like seven <laughs> innings, three runs. It was crazy. Yeah. And uh, we, we ended up winning like 17 to three or something like that. Oh, wow. Against Baylor? Yeah, against Baylor. Yeah. And then we beat Iowa to go to the – but we had to beat A&M twice – uh, and we just ran out of pitching. Yeah, A&M is a, they're a powerhouse, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've kind of always been, I guess. Yeah. So so y'all lose their season ends. What what happens after that for you? So, so then, what, like, what are I, you thinking? I need surgery at this point. So I'm, <laughs> you need I'm help. Like, something. You need something. Yeah, I really don't know what was going to happen. And then uh, I didn't even talk to the Rangers during the whole uh, huh. like draft process. Um, Interesting. And... My coach, Coach Couch, the one that we had to yeah. talk with, calls me on draft day. Like, I figured I would probably go, like, later rounds. Like, I'm yeah. a senior and I need mm-hmm. surgery. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, hey, the Rangers, if you're still there, I want to take you here in the 10th. They'll give you surgery and you'll be good to go. And I was like, sweet. And so they there drafted me. Yeah, in the 10th, 10th round. round. So I did, shared did that they Huh. Yeah, did they care? Did they call you? Is that how that is that how that went? Or did uh, you kind of just watch the draft board? Called me, and then I saw my name on the screen, so I didn't yeah. even hear from them. But wow, I saw that's my name weird. On the screen, I shared that moment with my dad. That was really that's awesome, dude. Moment. And then uh, I bet that's a that's a crazy feeling, dude. That, yeah. That's insane that you get to like that's the moment you get to play baseball for a living. Like that. Yeah, so that's, yeah, it's crazy. that's crazy. It's, I'm uh, sure that that's a pretty special moment. Yeah, definitely awesome. And then the uh, the guy came down, the area scout or whatever came down that night. And I signed the papers. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They, oh, that night. Wow, that that's night. Fast. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So you get you're gonna get drafted. So what surgery did you end up having? Did you Tommy end up John, having surgery? Yeah, oh, it was Tommy John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I felt that. Yeah, I was. Uh, I remember when I was throwing. Man, the thing was, it happened. It, so when mine happened, it happened at Alvin, and I was in the I was in the bullpen throwing. Snapped one off, like you can feel it, dude. It's like loud. it was loud. Mm-hmm. It was like that. Yeah, and then I'm like sitting there, and we got it. We got a new pitching coach our second year because Martinez left. Yeah. Um, his name was Elkins. He played at DBU, and he was kind of like a volunteer guy that came with Maziati from from Pius. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he was like, he could hear it. And he was like, you all right? And I was like, yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm good. And at that time, you know, I came my first year, I was throwing like 84, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I can say it now. I was, I was taking like all kinds of stuff to like get beefed up. Cause my second year I got mega size. Cause I saw like guys like you and, and dudes that were playing like, I mean, like when we went to play San Jack, all those guys were like, I, I got to figure something out, dude. I'm like five, eight Mexican dude throwing like 85. I got to figure it out. <laughs> so I ended up bumping up. I was sitting like 91, 93 the whole fall. Like I was throwing, I was throwing hard. Um, and then that all happened and I kind of went like, it went like this. It was bad, dude. Yeah. And, um, I actually kept, I actually went out to, I started the first two innings of the game anyway, and I was throwing bad, dude. It was horrible. And ever since then, I never really came back. It was like hit or miss. And then the summer after that was when it like, it happened again. So I think I might've like minor strained it. And I was, I kind of like took a little bit of time off, like from the from the time summer ball started to like I guess when the season ended, like the conference like in May, so like maybe like a month and a half. I was warming up and I was like long tossing and I like I heard the pop again and the ball flew like fifty feet to the right. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Yeah, this is done. So mm-hmm. I was at St. Mary's at the time. So I like drove back home, went to our trainer and they were like, you Need to go get an MRI, get an MRI. Guys like, Yeah, dude, this thing is St. Mary's, like, where is that at? Here in San Antonio. Okay. Yeah, St. Saint- Mary's University. So it's a D2 school. We play like Kingsville and, and all those smaller schools. Cool. But um, yeah, and the guy was like, the guy literally told me, the doctor, because he's a doctor for the Spurs. Mm-hmm. So he was like, dude, looks like a grenade went off in your elbow. <laughs> like, it just blew up. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably done. This is it. But um, so yeah, so, so you get drafted. You've, I'm sure that feels insane. Did you go straight, like, when you signed the papers, they send you straight to surgery, like, days after? Or was that something that, like, was that a different process? Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I stayed at home for, like, three weeks or something like that. We didn't have to report, I think, for, like, three more weeks after the draft or something like that. Okay. Um, oh, for, for A-ball, right? For rookie ball? Yeah. And so okay. uh, I went up to – what happens you go to your spring training facility. Yeah. That's where, like, the Arizona League or the mm-hmm. – um, what is it called in uh, Florida? Like the Gulf Coast League or something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. I don't know if that, that's what it's called. But yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but it's like the entry-level rookie ball mm-hmm. is there. Yeah. And so I reported there. And then my first day, I go get another MRI just to confirm it. They confirm mm-hmm. it. Then <laughs> it was July 4th. July 3rd, they flew me out to Arlington to get the surgery. I went to my first okay. Rangers game. You've never been to a Rangers game before? No, never. I was a great wow. fan, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so... Uh, I guess that makes sense, but yeah. now y'all got that. Now y'all, That was probably at what? That, it was at the old stadium, right? Yeah, now y'all got yeah, that, that, that was in 2017, yeah. so I was at the old stadium. Um, yeah, I went with my grandparents, and then I got the surgery July 5th. So you gave it to you there. You got the surgery in Arlington, I'm assuming, yeah. with their doctors? Yeah, yeah okay. the, by the team doctor, and then they give you two weeks off just chilling at home. Mm-hmm. So I went back home and then drove up to Arizona, and that was where I rehabbed for 14 months. 14 months? 14 months, yeah. And what was that, just like mobility stuff, just moving your arm? And yeah. So it takes, what, it it takes what, six to eight before you can even throw, right? Yeah, it was a very slow, slow process. <laughs> a lot of long <laughs> so, days. So you got you to gotta take me through that. How, how, did, how did you like mentally hold, like because you just came from playing your whole life, I think that's mo- mostly what scares me to have it because my mom's on my ass, dude, like all the time. You need to get your surgery. You're not going to mm-hmm. be able to throw with your kids one day. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I play like the funny thing is, dude, like I'll play Sunday le- Sunday leagues here and I'll still throw and it hurts so bad. But like it, it's like not unbearable at this point. And I'm like, I don't have anything to lose. Like I'm just going to keep throwing yeah, as hard as I can and yeah. see what happens. If you're not going to pitch, it, the rehab's probably not too bad. It's no, like, I mean. Half the time it's just building up to be able to pitch. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't really need it. I'll be fine. But. 
So tell me like, so how was that? Like, how did you handle that? Was there a way that, was there something that you did to kind of like take your mind off it? Cause I mean, that's a slow process. It was tough. Cause we're Phoenix is a cool city. That's where we mm-hmm. were, but we were like 45 minutes outside the city in a, in a retirement community called surprise. Oh, wow. So okay. like when I was there, it's gotten a lot more like popular and a lot more things to do in the recent okay. years. <clears throat> it's grown a lot, but when I was there, dude, there was a like a Starbucks, McDonald's, a Chick Fil A, like nothing. And Jeez, that's rough. So I thought this was going to be some glamorous life, and like <laughs> my first paycheck was like eighty-seven bucks, and uh, dude, and my minor league ball's tough, man. From what I hear, it's, yeah, it's rough. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's tough. Because mm-hmm. we were living in a hotel, so all your paycheck goes to like pay for that living for expenses. Kids. Yeah, yeah, they pay. They mm-hmm. cover housing now, which I think is really back, big. But yeah, yeah, back then, no, back That's then, wow, yeah, they didn't pay for anything, dude. Y'all are all on your own, pretty much. All on your own. Dude, that's that's tough. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's okay. That, that's but that's the problem, man. Like you get the guys that go in the first three rounds that make bank, yeah, they make good bonuses money. and stuff. So like that doesn't bother them. But like mm-hmm. guys, like not necessarily you, but like there's guys that go way later that make beans, bro. That, mm-hmm. that that's yeah. tough. Yeah, I didn't make yeah. that much because I was a senior. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had yeah. guys that signed for pretty much a plane ticket, and so. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get there. I, mean, I, I would say honestly for the experience, I'd be yeah, like, oh, yeah sure, I'll go. Like, sure. why not? Like, but like, dream comes true. That still sure. kind of that still sucks though, man. But I'm glad they're they're changing all that. Yeah, I mean, thank thank the Lord because there's some guys that and you see you read some like horror stories almost sometimes, man. Of like, yeah, dudes like bunking like six dudes in a room at like a rent house. And I'm like, dude, that yeah. is yeah. My know, thought brutal. is like everyone's got to like no matter what you do, like you have to go through just like the hard times like the yeah. time no like whatever like job that you have like yeah, my yeah. brother's in accounting right now and he's mm-hmm. working his butt off oh yeah and like he's working like 12 hour that. days 14 hour days like it's crazy like what i feel that you know and so like it anything <clears throat> you know worth anything having. worth having is is yeah i know exactly yeah it's, yeah it's worth the work yeah yeah so so you you take that time you you rehab for 14 months is that so you got pulled up in 2020 yet to the big leagues, right? Yeah. So when did, when was your first, like, I guess, minor league start? Was it so in 18 or 19? 18. So I rehabbed. 18? Yeah. For, I got the surgery in July, early July 2017. I rehabbed until late August 2018. Okay. Um, and a lot of stuff in my life happened because it's a lot of long days. And so that's, yeah, that's figure that's out a what lot, matters yeah. and what doesn't. And I mm-hmm. stopped. Even more, putting my purpose in like the going out and mm-hmm. the women and even baseball because you know baseball was taken from me. Uh, yeah, I bet it felt like that for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I felt, yeah. yeah. I felt that that's tough, but yeah, yeah I mean, I, I guess with all that free time, you kind of have to reevaluate a lot of things. It's oh not, yeah. yeah, not a whole lot happening. Yeah, but, and so, so I'm a Christian now because of that time. Because I'm like, man, oh nice. Because this stuff, it's gonna like go away at some point. Man. Yeah, yeah. Stuff wasn't as fulfilling as I thought too. And so that mm-hmm. was a good, like, like character slash life building time too. Yeah. Yeah. Within those 14 months. But yeah, then I made my minor league debut against Arizona league Padres. And it's like out there, it's a bunch of like 
17, 18 year old dudes from the Dominican that just, <laughs> just throwing. They're talented, but they just yeah. swing at everything. And so, really? Yeah. Those are guys that throw 100 have no idea where the ball's going. Yeah, they, exactly. they just free like, swingers. The games are yeah. like, dude, we, I would have to chart and when I was rehabbing <laughs> yeah. all nine innings. Dude, the average game time was probably like four hours, and the, the games were like 21 oh, no. to 16. It was like crazy. It's rough. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Dude, but I had my first outing and I just got slapped around. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang. And so, yeah, like three, four runs. But then I went to Spokane, which is like the mm-hmm. advanced rookie league. That's yeah, yeah. in Washington. And I struggled again my first one. And then I started settling in. And I okay. I had like three more outings. I don't think I gave up a run. Dang, three there you outings. go, dude. Yeah. So you get, is that does something click or you just kind of find your mechanics, find feeling, Yeah, I think it just like – Everything kind of just clicked again. I felt comfortable. Okay. I feel like, I, I mean, if you'd been, I was going to say, you've been out for 14 months. It's, yeah. you know, throwing in a bullpen versus throwing against live hitters in a yeah. live environment. has got to be a, that's a huge difference. It's yeah. not even close. Way different. So you got, so yeah, so you got there, have some success. Um, how, and I, I don't, man, I, I apologize. I kind of lost track. And then obviously I, I was, I would like keep up with a lot of guys that I know that play. I think I lost track of you for a bit. When, so did you have like a full minor league season? So obviously you had 19, right? You had all 19 and you, yeah, and you all pitched there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2020 you got, you got pulled up, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So how, how did that happen, man? How, yeah, how did that, that all that's go That's another down? crazy story. So. Oh man, you're full of them, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2019, I had a really good year. Um, mm-hmm. I led the, the Carolina league in ERA that year. Uh, I got cut short cause I was on a hundred inning limit after Tom yeah. John. So. Okay. My my season ended about a month before the regular season ended. And were you so were you starting at this point or were you still yeah, like, like still a middle a relief guy? Yeah. Oh, you were a starter. Okay, okay. Yeah, and so we had a really good team too. It was out in like uh, it's called Kinston, North Carolina, just the absolute boonies. But <laughs> it was it was a good experience. They're really man. putting you out in all these weird places. <laughs> That's man, how the minor league, a lot of minor league places are. So. Did you ever play with Frisco at all? No, Mm-mm. no. So who's the double? A? Is it? Is it? It's um, Frisco. Frisco. Frisco's a double. A? Who's triple? Round Rock. Round Rock. I, I thought yeah. it was flipped. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so get, get I wish it was flipped. Um, yeah. I think it, right I saw, there. bro. I thought for a while it was. I thought that Frisco was double and Round Rock, or Frisco was triple and Round Rock was double. Yeah. I wish it was like that because, like, with triple, he got a bunch of guys going back and forth, mm-hmm. so yeah. it'd be super easy. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> So 2020, obviously COVID happened. So I was, yeah, I had was, like yeah. expectations of going and going to camp and I was, mm-hmm. I mean, going to, that I was, was a wild year. I'm going to double A. Yeah. And, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, coming off a good year and then the world shuts down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's... we go home and, uh, they just tell did us, they, before we go there, did they give you guys any sort of like guidelines of like what they wanted you to do? Like, did they want y'all to keep training? Was it kind of like, everyone's just kind of like, we're going to figure this out in time or like, how did that all go down for you guys? Yeah. We, they, they called us in and they were like, Hey, we're going to send everyone home. It'll be for like a week. So just stay ready. And uh, a week. Yeah. They said yeah. a week. <laughs> and so I have everyone was just trying to, handle like what was happening was, yeah i mean that was i mean for anybody that was a that was an insane time yeah and so uh, so as it kind of kept getting worse and worse did they did they tell you guys anything yeah so we were assigned coaches so coaches there's a bunch of coaches and coordinators and mm-hmm. yeah yeah stuff obviously. like that 
in the minor league system. So each coach or coordinator was assigned like probably 10, 15 guys. Okay. And so they would kind of tell us like what they wanted, just keep training, you know, keep throwing, try to throw to batters, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. me and, uh, do you know who Nick Hernandez is? He played on Alvin. I think I've heard his name. Yeah. He pitched yeah. on Alvin. He was our age. Um, but he, I grew up with him. So me him, oh, okay. and this other, my other friend that I played with at Houston, mm-hmm. Joey, uh, bro, we would go, I mean, we didn't have anything to do. So we would go <laughs> into Nick's like, and it's in Houston. So this yeah. hot, humid garage gym and just like, <laughs> oh, just, just get out. Just work it. out. Yeah. yeah just I mean, that's all you can out. really do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So y'all just working out and. And then so season, they finally announced, I think y'all didn't start playing till man, when, it was fall, right? It had to that was almost fall. Late. So this is, so this is about May and I don't even think I'm a thought to go up to, we had an alternate site or like mm-hmm. you know, spring training 2.0, but this is the crazy part. So we, I have some friends in Dallas at the mm-hmm. time and I'm in Houston and my buddy had a two year old son. So we wanted to like get out of, it was like, I think like uh Memorial day or something like that. Okay. And so we wanted stuff was kind of opening up in Texas. And so we wanted to take a lake trip and get, so we went, we got like a group of guys, a uh, group of girls and went up there and rented a pontoon boat and mm-hmm. we hung out on Lake Louisville for that weekend. And then, I knew that some guys were training at the new stadium and I called my mm-hmm. minor league coordinator just so I wanted to see if my friend and his son could tour mm-hmm. the stadium just to get oh, yeah, something yeah. to do. You know, it was yeah, like yeah. supposed to be mm-hmm. really cool. I didn't even see it yet. <laughs> and he tells me, he's like, Hey, we actually need someone to throw to like Rugnet Odor and oh, Elvis yeah. Andrews and Chirinos and Chu. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do you have your stuff with you? And I was like, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> so I, and luckily I had my baseball stuff in my trunk. Yeah. Yeah. So I went up there. Uh, my friends couldn't come. They were super strict mm-hmm. on everything. Yeah. Um, but I threw live batting practice to those guys and the GM was there and I was up to like 95 and I was like, Dang, yeah, and I was like good. carving those dudes too. And, uh, <laughs> so and then kind of I think that's what kind of was like, hey, like let's see, let's invite this guy to the spring training and yeah. just see what happens. See what happens, yeah, yeah, which is crazy because like that was Dang, that's so wild how that happens, dude. Yeah. What the uh-huh. heck? Like, just I, like I, out I, of the I, blue, just like literally, just like, hey, do you have your stuff? You want to come throw? Yeah. Uh huh. Dang. And like for some reason, I just felt great that day. Um, and <laughs> dude, obviously, they're like, not in game shape, so but, doesn't matter. Dude, those yeah. guys are studs, man. Every, yeah, are, everything was for strikes and sharp and yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, nice. So then I got invited to the, once they decided on the that season, spring, that spring training thing they did, I guess for that little yeah. period of time. Yeah. And I got COVID the first day it started too. That's Are a, you kidding? Yeah. So I sat out Gosh. three weeks uh, in Arlington Dude. in the hotel room, throwing my plyos against the wall. And then, <laughs> so I didn't even get to go to spring training. And did that, you feel sick or was it one of those, like I have it, I have to sit around, but I don't actually feel sick. I felt sick for like a day or two. Uh, okay, I had okay. it for like two weeks. And so, Bro, you know what's what's wild is I still have not got it. Really? Yeah, like we went, so last year, I think it was, so it's like it came back for a little bit like last year, I think it was, right? 
Like it came back. Yeah, and like yeah. I went to a wedding in Lufkin, believe it or not. My girlfriend has friends that are from Lufkin. So we had to go to freaking Lufkin. We go to this wedding. And every, I think like it was like a couple days later, people were like, hey, I got, I got COVID. I got, and it just like started spreading like their group text. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend gets it. I was around all those people. Never got it. Never got it. I was You're just like, this is the weirdest thing. I guess. I don't know. Dude, I've been around so many people that have it and I just can't get it. But, and that's why I was kind of like, well, maybe I did get it and I just haven't felt sick. Yeah, I guess maybe, maybe yeah, I don't, I don't I know. But like that too. that's why I was, that's why I asked. I was like, maybe you had it and it was just more frustrating that you have to just sit around. So, mm-hmm. so, so you get COVID. Even so, when you go over there, you still can't catch a break. You get COVID the first day you're out there. Dude, yeah. I had to like, and they were super, super strict. I, and that's, oh, I bet. And so that was still 2020. Were, so it was still yeah. pretty serious. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, like, I was getting groceries delivered. They put me in a little like ho- hotel room, single bed. Yeah. Like I'm having to like get a water, a case of water, and I would do like squats and like <laughs> deadlift oh, it. Man. Home, and, like, home workout stuff. Yeah. It. yeah, that like that's dude, wild. That's what I did for two weeks. It was and like I was locked in this room. It was crazy. <laughs> no human interaction. Nothing. No, that's insane. Yeah, and then uh, I finally got clear. Um, and that was super weird looking back because I would have to go to the stadium and stay in my car and our medical guy. They'll send you a test. Yeah. Come out. They tested with, you? Like, huge like hazmat suit. Or whatever. <laughs> like, oh my God. It. Yeah, it was wild. But uh, yeah, I finally got clear and then the season had started. Mm-hmm. And so I got there the first day <laughs> the season started. So we had like the 26 man roster at playing mm-hmm. and then we were across the street at the old stadium, uh, and it was about 25 minor league guys. And okay. we would just kind of throw bullpens and scrimmage each other and stuff like that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And that was all conducted by, the, by I guess, the pro, the Rangers they were doing, putting yeah. that on? Okay. Yeah. So it was more like minor league coordinators on the, okay. the minor league side. Yeah. And then they were just kind of communicating with the big league team. Because gotcha. we needed, you know, extra guys in case someone got hurt or someone was struggling. So. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So, so you guys do that and then... Did you go play minor league ball that year, or did you go no, straight from there? No, there was no minor league ball at all. No, oh, there was none. None. I thought there was still a season. Mm-mm, they just no cut season. that all out. Just cut the wow. whole minor league season. So yeah. you were out there playing, and then did they? How did how did you go from there to the to the big league roster? So the, was that kind of just we? I was throwing really really well, um, mm-hmm. and so once the uh, it was a sixty game season, I would say about forty games left. The rain. I mean. Mm-hmm. Rangers just fell off. It was like they won. It was they were like ten and thirty or something like that. Oh crap! Yeah, or maybe a little bit, not much better. But uh, so then they start trading guys. They traded Trinos. Mm-hmm. They traded mm-hmm. Mike Miner, mm-hmm. some other guys. And so then it was like, okay, we're gonna rebuild gonna, now. And like, yeah, we're gonna, farm, to, we're gonna just the give these guys, young yeah. guys a shot. Yeah, and, and so you were one of those guys. Yeah, I was one of those yeah. guys. So after nice, the trade nice. deadline, yeah, it was September 1st, uh, our minor league coordinator was like, hey, you're going to – I was piggybacking. So piggybacking yeah. is like there's two starters in the game. I was piggybacking my, my good friend Kyle Cody in Seattle on September 4th. And so okay. it was super wild because we practiced that day, and then the team was leaving – Dallas to go to Houston for a three game series. Mm-hmm. So I leave practice, hop on the, the plane. I don't know any of the big league guys. It was a trip for me. I know <laughs> like weird. some of my friends that had just got yeah. called up. Uh, and then we go to Houston it was the first big, I didn't pitch. I threw a bullpen 
Uh, that's crazy. Your first series was in Houston. Yeah, that's crazy. it was yeah. wild. And I mean, but no fans, right? No fans. No fans. Nobody there. Yeah, there's nobody Hardboard there. cutouts, and they were blasting <laughs> stadium noise. It was super that's wild. Weird. And then I pitched in Seattle uh, that Friday. I think it was, it was September 4th. I think it was a weekend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no fans. Uh, I wasn't super nervous like leading up to it, and then when I, I guess, finally I guess it's a little different, out, right? Because I guess it's like the crowd that maybe make you like the atmosphere that makes you a little nervous. I guess it was a little bit weird. It's almost like you're playing like a controlled scrimmage. There's nobody there, like a practice game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird. But who was your who was the first batter you faced? Kyle Lewis. So then when I okay. started warming up, then I got super nervous, and uh, <laughs> I was like, it was oh, a delayed like a delayed effect. Yeah, and then so I I serve up a fast fastball right down the middle. He pops out. All right, I can breathe a little bit. I still can't feel my legs. <laughs> I can't feel the ball. Oh, man. Hand. It was that – you felt that nervous, man? Dude, that nervous. That's and, crazy. Uh, I have a face, Kyle Seeger, and I hit him right in the Ooh. back the next pitch. Ooh. Yeah. And then uh, I kind of settled in. I gave him a couple runs, but I was throwing strikes after mm-hmm. that. What was the, the – so how many innings did you throw? Just one? Uh, two that game. Two. Two. What was the uh, who was the, who who was managing the the Rangers at the time? That was Chris. Or still the guy. So, okay. Is there a different manager now? Yeah, it's Bruce Bochy. Okay. So. Oh, is it really? Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. sick. They just hired him. That's sick. Like a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it was. six weeks ago, maybe. There's been so much crap going on in the trade deadline, bro. I can't keep up anymore, dude. It's insane. But it's, so uh, what was it's it's nuts, and y'all y'all got a big one. Y'all got the guy. We're trying to win right now, man. It's, yeah, I feel uh, that. It'll be. It'll be a good change of culture I yeah think that's what we need and so with bochi and we got mike maddox who's like a mm-hmm. well like renowned pitching coach around the league i think like yeah 11 out of his 15 seasons he's made playoffs will venable is uh yeah supposedly stud and he's one of our assistant coaches our hitting guys are really good um and then we got Degrom and now we got Martine back and Gray, and we yeah. got some hitters. It'll be good. Yeah, man. we're trying to compete. Yeah, dude. So, so you have. So, what was the what was the verdict when you came off the mound for your debut? What did the coaches tell you? <laughs> did the coaches like, tell yeah. you anything? Was that anything like? Or is that something you want to keep to yourself? That's yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, I was like, like, oh, you can breathe again. It's over, but like, okay, like that's out of the way. Now I can like kind of settle in. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And then I pitched. I think it was. I'd have to go back and look. It was either Houston or LA. And LA mm-hmm. at the time was like Otani, Trout, Rendon, Pujols. Yeah. Well, I and, remember I, wa- I was watching you one game where I was just, I think we honestly just turned on, at, like, I was like at my parents' house. We were watching TV and they were watching, I guess it's like we all play on Valleys, I guess. So, like, they were just turning on a baseball game that was on. And y'all had the Angels at the or whoever, wherever, wherever Pujols was at at the time. Mm-hmm. Right? He's, he's kind of hopped around a little bit. Um, and I saw that you came in the game. I was like, Oh, there he is. And then you're like through against pools. You strike him out. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Who's the, who's, who's been the hardest batter to face to Dude, this day? Freaking Kyle Tucker, man. Really? Kyle Tucker. For me. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has two home runs off me. Tucker. Really? Tucker. Yeah. Man. He's a good hitter, man. He's a good hitter. I'm going to get him next year, but he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a good hitter, dude. He, he's one of those guys that doesn't look like they would be like the, this, this, the guy, right? He's just yeah. kind of one of, he, especially in that lineup, you're kind of just like, oh, maybe this is a guy that, you know, yeah. easy out. Obviously, no one in, in the league. No, no one's out, an right? easy but, out. You got to look at everyone the same. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, he it was close ball games both times. I got him out a lot early in my career, and then the last couple games, I don't, I don't know. He's had, he's I, I usually number. throw my sinker inside the lefties, and mm-hmm. it's hard for him to handle. And mm-hmm. he, he, made he it. can handle it. <laughs> he can handle it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. So, so all that happens. So here, kind of getting more onto a technique side. Did anything really change? I know you've had a lot of life changes that have come since getting drafted and, and getting to this point. Has there has there been any major changes from pitching D one to playing in the minors to then pitching in the big leagues? Is there a big like technique or like approach changes that you take as you face each batter? Yeah, it's uh I think just developing stuff. Like so I wanna say in college you kind of you have to have a mix, but stuff may might not be as sharp. Some guy I mean right. everyone's on a you know, the different level. Um, yeah. And I think what was really good for me was like the Rangers identified like, okay, my sinker is like an elite pitch. So let's mm-hmm. work off building like on that strength and building off that. And so I always had a good change up too. So I had those two okay. and then I kind of had a curveball, but a curveball on the sinker, unless you're like Framber Valdez, they don't really <laughs> pair well. It's more like sliders. Yeah. Kinda yeah. Like, hold the same plane longer and then split off is what gotcha. you want. You want stuff to look the exact same out of the hand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so they taught me a slider in 2019, my pitching coach. And I think that was like the game changer for me. Really? And so like learning a good slider. Yeah. Is it more of like a slur or is it like, is it just like you throw like a fastball and it's more like a cut, like it's got cutting action. I haven't, it's been hard. Cause like, you know, when you watch games, it's hard to tell like what pitch is coming. Obviously they say now, but even then sometimes they're not even right. So I'm like, and obviously you can't really tell. Is it like a, so let me talk to you this, this slider. Is it more of a cut or is it like a slurve? Is it cross like the whole plane of the plate? It, no, it's like, it moves about five inches down, five inches. Uh, okay. Yeah. Horizontally. So gotcha. Um, yeah, it's like 83, 85 when I'm throwing okay. it really well. Um, oh damn. But it looks a lot like my fastball. So it doesn't really cut. It has a little bit of break. Um, mm-hmm. But the main thing is like it looks like my fastball of the hand. And, and it's and not. I, yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. I handle lefties pretty well, but righties mm-hmm. have been tough. And so because everything I've thrown has been going away from them. So they get comfortable yeah. and can just go the other can, way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So having that pitch that goes into them. Yeah. Then that I works. add a, a cut or two and 21 to keep, oh, there you go. keep them honest. And that's mm-hmm. helped me in my development. So what do you throw now? Is it, did you throw a two seam or is it a four seam? Two seam. Yeah. Two seam. So two seam, your slider, your cut and a curve. Yeah. No, two seam, change up, slider, cutter. Okay. No curveball. No curveball. Okay. All right. No more curveball. (laughs) No more (laughs) curveball. Any reason for that? It's just, it pops out of my hand. And Mm. so with my, is it too easy to hang it up? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just easy for them to like see out of my hand. I feel that. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Dude, you're doing it, man. This is legit. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> um, it. It's been crazy. Yeah, yeah. So so are you making any major changes going into this season? Or is anything really changing different that you're that you're looking to tweak or anything that you're really gonna improve on or anything like that? No. Um so I last year I went to I had the hard slider and then I started throwing a bigger you see guys that throw these like massive sweeping sliders. Mm-hmm. I yep. could throw one. And so I started throwing one and, and it's, it had 
good results, and so I stuck with it. And then I started getting in trouble with it. And so this year, I started out really well and then had like two or three bad outings. And then the kind of wheels kind of fell off. But I would bounce back good. I got sent to AAA. Mm-hmm. And that's where I went back to the small slider. And But like changing pitches mid-season – uh, I was, it's tough. And so yeah, I, I would assume making a change like that is kind of a, yeah, that's either you shouldn't do it or you got to make like on the fly changes that can, yeah. that can be implemented into your current gameplay without, you know, adjusting too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming that that probably didn't work out too well changing right in the middle of everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, that and my mechanics were, cause I'm like more, I'm almost sidearm. And so yeah. I got mm-hmm. real rotational, but I got like this weird like posture thing where I would start and like I was way more rotational than I should have been, which means I was okay. just getting like on the side of the ball rather than like yeah, yeah. the ball. Mm-hmm. And so like dude, if you would have there was a time probably in July where I'm a good command guy, uh if you would have told me to hit, you know, inside to a righty for a million dollars, I probably couldn't do it. My <laughs> mechanics are just messed up. It was that jacked up. I mean, I guess that happens, right? You just got to fall back in tune. Yeah. I'm assuming right after repetition, it's it's not anything too uncommon to kind of just fall out of place and kind of have to take a step back and reevaluate and re-put those pieces back together. Yeah, and I think so, it was uh, – I, I was a starter, so I would always do the wind-up, and then they wanted me to just do stretch only. Mm-hmm. And so I think the wind-up kind of kept my posture like upright and through the ball. Mm-hmm. And right. when I went to the stretch, I think I started compensating for trying to get okay. more movement or whatever the case may be. But yeah, so I had up and down a couple months. And then when I came back up in September, uh, I was only like super confident in my sinker and my changeup. And I threw okay. really well. I was more of like a long inning guy, like two, three innings. Mm-hmm. Um, but gave up only like two runs and like 20 innings. The Dang, end of the season, so it ended on a positive go. note, man. So I'm just trying to like get back to like my having four pitches, like I did in 21, and I was having success. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also just like building on arm strength and stuff like that. Yeah. So where you, where's your fastball normally sit right now? Where is it at? It's like uh, 92, 94. Okay. I'll okay. touch 95 nice. every once in a while. Yeah. There you go. That's gas, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, so I know there was at one point you almost did get traded, right? Is that, is that did yeah. you almost get traded to the Yankees? Was that was it? a wild day, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was, well, that's, I bring it up because I remember watching it all happen. So we had last year when this whole thing was going down, we had Jose. I don't, you met, obviously y'all played together. Yeah. Right? yeah he's like a good dude. Jose is awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, so he came down last year because it was during your lockout. Mm-hmm. It was lockout in 21, right? And, he came down and, and he was a big fan of our store and everything here in San Antonio. And we were talking and he was like, Oh, you know, I don't know. You know, he's telling me about the lockout stuff and they can't talk about it and all this stuff. And I saw, I was like, Oh, you know, they're saying that King might get traded, blah, blah, blah. And I saw like all the headlines about it. And I was like, dang, like I'm a Yankee fan. So I was like super pumped. And then he ended <laughs> up, I don't know, obviously that we don't know what happens on the like internal end of it. And then all of yeah. a sudden it was like, you're not going. And then they're sending like, Jose and like 10 other guys, however that trade, it was a crazy, that was a blockbuster trade. That was a pretty big trade. See, that wasn't, it, I wasn't in the Jose one. I was in. Uh, so there was two different ones in. Yeah. It, I oh, see, I was one. confused. Okay. 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 Yeah. With yeah. Gallo. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was well, wild. So, so what had happened? Did, they, did it just fall through the terms and get made? Or Yeah. That's so crazy. I, it was in 21, I think in July, whatever the trade deadline is. So I was hurt. I uh, I had this weird – I ended up, ended up having another surgery in 21. Uh, oh, dang. You know what thoracic outlet? Yeah, in your back? In, yeah. So, like, yeah. it's – I'll explain it in a simple way. So, like <laughs> – with the uh, there's nerves that run from your brain through your neck, mm-hmm. through your collarbone and your fir- it's your first ribs right under your collarbone, yeah, into your extremities, so your arms, legs, mm-hmm. all that. Uh, and there's this little narrow pathway in between your collarbone and your your rib, yeah, that those nerves go through. Uh, and with overhead athletes, that pathway can close up a little bit. And so when I was because I was lifting very heavy in college yeah. and that carried over to my first couple of years. I created a lot of scar tissue and muscle that kind of compressed that. So yeah, I cut off a nerve. It's pretty much like, like you imagine like stepping on a hose. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah. that's like what happened. Uh, and so the muscle in my, the back of my shoulder, it's called mm-hmm. the infraspinatus. It's part of your rotator cuff, like died. So it was, it's called atrophy. Jeez. Yeah. 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 It, it took me like two months to understand oxygen that. to it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't getting signal. So like nothing yeah. was telling it to fire. So it was just sitting and it just died. Yeah. The, it, once you don't, it's like you use it or lose it basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I had like a, like a ash cigarette ashtray, like in the back of my shoulder, it was like deep oh. and I didn't realize it. Um, was it like painful? Was there just like discomfort? Is that I what just the issue was? Cover, dude. Like I, I was pitching really well, but like, Dude, I would be sore for like three days, and like it got to the point I threw like four innings against Detroit, and then the next morning I couldn't even brush my teeth, like I couldn't lift my shoulder Dang. up, and so that's when I called them and told them like, "Hey, something's wrong." And it took uh, I went to a bunch of specialists, and they didn't know what was going on, man. And so that's kind of scary. Yeah, it was really scary, and but when that early in that when I got put on the DL it was, it was like what, the first couple of weeks we knew Gallo was getting traded probably. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to the bullpen. Like he, he gets traded in the locker room right before the game. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like TVs are on. Everyone's yeah. You're like, watching it. Yeah. <laughs> to the Yankees. And I'm like doing my thing, going down to the bullpen to hang with the guys. I'm not active right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to like rehab throw or whatever. So I went to go spend the game in the uh, the bullpen, and then Taylor Hearn, one of our other pitchers, was like, hey, "Yeah, bro, I, I think you're in that trade." And I was like, "Shut up, bro! Like, <laughs> I'm hurt. Like, <laughs> thought he was screwing with you. Yeah, this is my first year. There's no way." And then one of our like clubhouse managers comes and gets me and is like, "Hey, like John Daniels, uh, the GM, wants to see you," and everyone's like, "Holy crap, oh, man!" Yeah. Yeah. And so they call me in and they're like, Hey, we traded you to the Yankees. Like, thanks for everything. Like, we appreciate it. And I was like, that was the trickiest three hours of my life. So I'm in the locker room. How did that feel, though? Like, for me, I'm a Yankee fan. So I'm kind of like, that's got to feel insane. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to, like, I was really excited. It's a lot to process. Yeah. It's a lot to, but it's like, imagine walking into that locker room as like a first year guy. Like, it's intimidating, dude. Yeah, it's just super. Gotta, I just well, the, couldn't even imagine. 
that's a New York is a weird place, man. It's I've been I've been there. I've been to a couple games. Just that atmosphere there is just different, bro. It's, it's different. like it's almost mm-hmm. cutthroat. It feels like it's just like weird. Yeah, yeah. Some I mean, guys even, like yeah describe it as. Some guys thrive. I think it depends on personality. And some guys say it's suffocating just because you're under the microscope yeah. just constantly. You know? Well, that's like, and that, that's, I mean, that's not new. I think that they say that a lot. It's like, that's a, you have to be, you have to fit that mold to be able to really play yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like I think Kiner fits that mold. Trevino yeah, he does. That mold. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, but, so like, I mean, I'm not talking, I know, you know, Joey Gallo and everything, but that didn't work out. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was evident that it didn't work out. It just mm-hmm. didn't, yeah. didn't mesh well, but but yeah, so so and then so they already t- so they had told you that you were getting traded. I was, like, it traded. was a full on thing. Yeah, wow. I was, I was in the locker room. They said, "Hold on," like they were like, "Stay around here, hold tight. We just got to finish like the paperwork." Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was sitting in my locker. My phone's blowing up. I'm like <laughs> telling the family, "Like, yeah. hey, I, I got a flight to New York tomorrow morning." Like, this is yeah, yeah. And uh, but I was hurt, and so yeah. Three hours later, the game ends. Saying bye to my teammates, the GM calls me back in his office and is like, Sick. "Hey, like you failed your physical, uh, you're not going anymore." And so they sent uh-huh. another left-handed reliever. Joel so Ayer, basically, because that was because you were hurt. It was because I was uh-huh. hurt. Yeah, and so Dang. they knew I was hurt, but I think that they started digging a little bit into like yeah. medical info, and uh, I didn't know I would need surgery at the time. I think they knew. Oh, just okay, by so what the medical like this guy's, this guy's going to need surgery here pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. And so that's why, and I ended up needing surgery. And you ended up, yeah, they ended up, yeah. That's yeah. wild, dude. Wild. That's crazy. Mm. Dang. Man, that's like, that. I thought they would, they would at least wait till all that was taken care of before they actually told you that. You <laughs> no, dude, it was like, I, Twitter found out before I did. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I was like, I read it somewhere and I was like, what the heck? And then, and then it wasn't until like. <laughs> hours later that it became like a deal and then it fell off and i was like i don't know what's going on yeah there. what i think is like i think the media guys get paid by those oh yeah different networks to leak stuff to leak stuff i'm not positive because stuff leaks really quick I don't, oh I just, dude like that guy got blown up on twitter for the judge thing when he said they were gonna yeah. go to san francisco and then was like oh my bad and now he's like a clown <laughs> yeah. all over the internet that's yeah. like but yeah, so so you, are you how pumped are you for this year, man? Are you and I don't know if you know. Obviously, this may be kind of weird or like a maybe not a question. I don't know. But do they have they do they have you like touted to be on the forty man starting this year? Yeah, you I'm finished on the 40 off, man. Okay, uh, and I feel confident I'll stay there. They're going to make some more signings, but I, I yeah, think I'm I sure there's more the year really well, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, and were you yeah. starting at the end of this past year? No, I've been no still ever reliever. since my injury. I've been a okay. reliever. Yeah, so I was okay. gonna, I was being built up to be a starter. I started as a reliever in 21, mm-hmm. and then they started piggybacking me again. So I would start going three, four, five innings. Uh, okay, and then that's when I got hurt. So they were like, "Hey, yeah. we'll just stick you in the pen." You had success there early in 21, um, and so. But yeah, we're everyone's excited, man. It'll, it, it's a fresh opportunity for everyone because these coaches yeah, yeah. haven't seen us in person, so mm-hmm. it's like what happened in the past kind of doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah. Because y'all got y'all got Seager too, right? Y'all got Seager. Oh, y'all got Seager last year, yeah. Yeah, Seager, and, and then y'all got y'all got Degrom. Who else did y'all get? Y'all got another big guy, I think. Did you not? Maybe I'm. We well, signed like Andrew Heaney. Uh, yeah, that's who it was. That was Heaney. Yeah, they left the lefty. Yeah, he's yeah, he's pretty solid too. He's, he's a vet. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a solid starting rotation now because that's what we just had trouble. We just 
and I'm a young guy too. Like I, I, yeah, I know how it goes. We had a lot of young guys in the rotation. So mm-hmm. like, and they're all super talented. Um, but sometimes the bullpen would have to go in in the third, fourth inning and it would just wear yeah. us out. And I, I think Can't. that's a big, I mean, look at the Astros. They, yeah, they give you six innings every time. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's and awesome. That's, I figure that's, that's, pivotal you need guys that can at least go five six seven yeah 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 that way it it gives you more longevity throughout the season and your bullpen guys are fresh they're not having to give everything they have every Mm -hmm. single night yeah but yeah yeah, i mean i don't honest honestly like i think i don't know how some of that some of those guys do it i I don't know if you do you throw back-to-back days is that normal for you to do that i don't get it yeah i do um last year was the first time i did uh, that's nuts dude. i couldn't do that because i'm like sore shit throwing 10. if i <laughs> yeah. would throw like 15 20 pitches i'd be like i need a day dude because like maybe my arm was already jacked up at the time but like anytime yeah. in college they would like need me to go to like back to back i was like dude i can't like there's no way you're gonna yeah. see like a 10 mile an hour difference in my yeah one. you don't really have a choice <laughs> i mean yeah that's your job right it's yeah. a little different and like does that does that put a lot of strain you think on that or is that something that like you've you found ways to recover quicker like different yeah, that you, you can do to, to kind of bounce back yeah, yeah. like you're not going to feel 100% but like you just yeah. got to try to figure it out yeah i feel that well man i appreciate having having you on here bro this is awesome i haven't talked to you in a while but i'm going to have to yeah, keep getting no, in contact with you time. dude yeah i don't know have you heard of baseball express before oh dude i used to get yeah y'all stuff all the time dude it's like yeah man the website i'll go to for the bats and gloves and all that yeah dude yeah so we've got a store here but like we've we've pretty much done a whole so i've been here since i was in college like when i was at angelina i'd come and work in the call center over summers and like i just started being i was the i'm the digital marketing manager now so when they put me in this role i was like dude we need to like start blessing out all this content like all this stuff so i was like we need to start a podcast so we invested a good amount of cash like we've got a studio here you can see the thing here we've got yeah that's cool. stuff in here yeah man we're we're doing a lot of stuff. Obviously, we're talking to a lot of big league guys, like as yourself. We talked to Jose. We got a couple of minor league guys coming on. Um, but yeah, man, like this is we're trying to revamp everything. It's kind of been kind of eh since, but I know like it's kind of like a generational thing. Like people like like me, you, people our age, like know Baseball Express, mm-hmm. but we're trying to like bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like, it was got huge, a lot of cool like, stuff, kids, dude. Like, so like a little bit of like background so that you know. So like when I worked here in 2015, when I was a sophomore in college we had actually invested like a lot of money into this Microsoft thing, which didn't work, which like set us back and it was like, a, it was a mess and it like really tanked us. And then we're kind of like coming back. That was a long time ago, but yeah, man. So we're, we're revamping this whole thing. So we'll hope to have you on maybe another time when maybe like after the season and everything's going on. But so what, so now that, now that we, we've talked about your whole career, we've talked about what's going on next. So, so what is like, is there anything you want to tell like the fans? We've got a pretty big fan base. Anything you want to hit, hit on? Anything you want to let everybody know what's going on in your life? Anything like that? Uh, no. Just pump for Ranger ball, Ranger <laughs> baseball, or what? Nah. Tune I'm into the games out. for sure this year. Oh yeah, uh, dude, for be sure. Exciting man, but just anything worth having is worth working for, and so yeah, yeah. Like it, just whatever you want to do, man. You just got to commit yourself to it. Yeah. So you live in, in Dallas now, cause I know you were in Houston for a while. So you live in Dallas. Obviously it's probably easier to live out there with, you know, your, in yeah, cause it's, yeah. it's close enough to home. Uh, my dad lives out in Fort Worth and so oh, okay, okay. I'm up here and then uh, okay. my mom and brother live back in Houston. Okay. Um, but it, I mean, it's a short drive and so, mm-hmm. um, I can that's see not that, too bad, yeah. you know, every few weeks and stuff. I like think that. that that's pretty special, right? I mean, they can go to home games. It's better than you playing like in, in Cali or, or Florida or oh, somewhere yeah, far definitely. away where they can't make games. I'm sure they can make a bunch of games now you're in Texas. Yeah. yeah. And then playing- Actually, I should have, I should have asked that. Did it mean a lot that a Texas team took you rather than somebody else? Did, did that kind of give you any sort of relief or like yeah, anything it was weird like that? At first, cause like 
growing up an Astros fan, you're like, yeah, you're going with the other guys. So, <laughs> like, I was like, th- super thankful for the opportunity. Uh, yeah, all my friends and family are like, man, like we're freaking happy for you, but we wish it was yeah. any other team. Uh, <laughs> One of those they've grown yeah. to uh, to to enjoy everything. And yeah, I think you know, like I'm a Yankee fan. I've been a Yankee fan forever, but like knowing so, like like obviously being in this job and like meeting as many people as I've met and meeting as many players as I've met it kind of takes it away. Like I'm a fan of like the game now rather than like, yeah. the team. cause like I've met, like I know you, we've met a couple other dudes, a lot of minor league guys. And I'm like, man, I kind of like, I'm just a fan of like the player, like players, man. Like I'm a fan for anyone who's like out here doing, you know, good shit and mm-hmm. good people. So like, it's, it's kind of different. So I think people probably view, view you like that now rather than like the team. They're like, I'm rooting for that guy to like do whatever he's doing. And, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like how things have changed. It's it, like working in this industry and like, like obviously getting to do this, this is insane like it changes kind of your view of the whole of the whole way that this game really works which is kind of nuts but yeah yeah it's pretty crazy but yeah man we'll we'll be rooting for you um but yeah dude super pumped to have you on here thanks for taking the time dude i'm sure you got plenty of training and stuff to get to today <laughs> so i got an off take day, which is nice oh but. do you so what do you what do you do on an off day you just hang out or what yeah i'll do like a little bit of moving around and rolling out and stuff but for the most cool, part cool. Uh, just stuff around the house or just hanging out hang out friends stuff like that I feel that, man. Well, thanks again, dude, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, and anyone that's listening, uh, we will have this out hopefully by Friday. Um, we were supposed to actually live stream this, but we didn't get the – it's like we just found out we could Twitch stream apparently from this platform thing we got here. Um, but graphics guys are back. Like I said, holidays are nuts here, dude. So we got all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff going on. So we didn't get the graphics in time, so we didn't stream it. But um, this will be on YouTube hopefully by Friday on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple – podcasts amazon google everywhere you find podcasts but once again thanks john for coming on i really appreciate it um we can give a given intro after this thing's over but um thanks again everybody for watching be sure to like and subscribe and thanks for listening to the bottom of the night podcast all right